Freaky Freaks, it's Monday, May 10th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, Mead Skelton sits down for an in-depth interview where we touch upon allegations of racist music, his excessive enemas, sexual assault by demon women, and Mead takes your phone calls. All coming up today on a very special Distorted View. The best to you from Kmart Radio, KMRT. Don't want to be fat more, just want to be through that door. Every time I see the babe, you want to shout hooray. Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. The vagina is full of AIDS. I'm a mommy. I'm a mommy. Breathing in semen from the air does not get a woman pregnant. LOL. Laugh out loud. Mead, thank you so much for taking some time and talking to us today. It's a pleasure. No, it's not. You don't like me. It's okay. Uh, But that's all right. Look. Uh, we have major differences <laughs> in uh, opinions on everything, but I am kind of obsessed with you. I'm sure you've heard uh, you've heard me talk about you on the show, but you're a fascinating, fascinating creature. Mm-hmm. I got to ask about this song that you recently recorded, the, jo- the George Floyd song. What, what happened there? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I um. I think a lot of people don't get my brand of humor. You see, I grew up in the 90s as a teenager, and one of my favorite shows was Mad TV. And I thought it would be fun to do like a little, you know, ditty like um, like they do on Mad TV where I just do a little little song about, you know, Black Lives Matter. And the, what happened was um, I was very upset about the – the, the you know the trial because I felt like um, Derek Chauvin was basically we w- witnessed a public lynching and I wanted to do something like I was very angry about all this stuff so I did a Black Lives Matter I was pointing out the hypocrisy of Black Lives Matter because the you know, the black community has a problem with crime and violence and murder and they need to address all these things of course we all have these problems so but what happened was. Um, you know, I put up the song and it was up for a day or two and I started getting these death threats and people sending me hate, you know, I'm going to, they said they were going to behead me and all those things. <laughs> so, so my, so a family member suggested maybe it's a good idea if I remove the song, but my mother always told me that deep seated hatred is the highest form of flattery, but I didn't feel like at the time I was safe. So I removed the song and I feel like I should have written all lives matter. That was my second choice, but 
I guess it just didn't go over the way I hoped. <laughs> do you do you understand why people were upset with the song though? Not really. Like uh well, I think I think part of the problem is uh um you know, some of your lyrics were like Shanique was at the welfare line. Mhm. Well, Shanique was standing in the welfare line. She's got her EBT card and she's doing fine. And do Black Lives Matter when they go splatter? They're killing each other. That's kind of offensive. You know, the, the name Shaniqua is kind of like a uh, like a stereotypical mm-hmm. racisty name. And the idea that she's going to a welfare line. When the song is about sort of George Floyd being shot by a police officer, you're sort of mixing in a bunch of other racist tropes. Mm-hmm. Well, see, really, really running about George Floyd in particular is mainly about Black Lives Matter. But those things, see, um, Shaniqua, those those are all just terms of endearment. I think. Oh, can... it's a you were you were being flattering towards black people. Mm-hmm. Like Tyrone, Shaniqua. <laughs> yeah, you see, um, see, back back in my day, um, this was called edgy humor. It wasn't. It's not race. I'm not a racist. You know, stereotypes. Like I'm sure you know. There's a lot of stereotypes about white people. Like um, anytime you disagree with someone, you get called a Karen. I think that's racist. But we're not allowed to complain about that. So I feel like there's a hypocrisy. Um, in these things, why but, is um, why is uh, why do you think that the the, the term Karen ha- is is only applied to white people? Well, I've never heard it applied to black women, but I will tell you, working in retail, the black women are the most bossy, uh, you know, uh, arrogant uh, customers we have. Although um, I certainly don't have anything against them, it's just that. I think that it's always always against white women. They never you know call black women this, and I see it more with the blacks. What are they? <laughs> so what, you work in retail, so what? Expand on that a little bit. How how are the the black women uh, kind of bossy and and mean towards the employees? Oh, well, certainly not all of them, but this is not just my own experience. I mean, if you go to YouTube and you just look up uh, angry customer or you'll see this black woman throwing a register across the room because she can't get her chicken McNuggets. I think talk about your Karen. I think that would be more, uh, you know, worse than any. Yeah. uh, Well, you know, I feature a lot of those type of people on the show because I find those clips kind of funny. Um, and I, you know, there are black people that do that, but there are white people that are just as crazy in, in, in a customer service setting or a retail setting. Mm-hmm, so course. I don't know if it's like a, a, a racial thing. So I, again, I, I go back to the, the, the song that you were singing mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was in response to the George Floyd trial, right? Uh, well, that set it off. You see, um I was a little upset. I feel feel like, um, you know, he didn't get a fair, a fair trial. And I, I just don't like the Black Lives Matter. I feel like they are uh, a terrorist group. And and I feel like um, they need to address problems uh, in these communities where, you know, they're shooting each other. Um, they have all these violent things. Um, I just want to point out the hypocrisy again. And and I think that people, uh, you know, if you ever watch Saturday Night Live or Mad TV, they probably do the same thing, but they wouldn't get death threats over it or um, I anything. I don't think they would. I don't think they would record a song like yours. Mm-hmm. I, I think... You know, you're a very, you're a, you're a proud Southern boy, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's part of the whole problem that people see is, uh, you know, you, you record this little parody song, but then they mm-hmm. also see you um, uh, uh, talking about uh, Confederate history, Confederate Pride Month. Mm-hmm. And uh, it all sort of paints a picture of you just being racist. Well, see, that's their ignorance. If they think it's uh, racist to celebrate your heritage, I don't see anything racist. But um, anyway, I, I removed the song and I don't feel it reflects me uh, in a good light. I think that um, people misinterpret it as being racist when I'm not a racist. Uh, I'm just expressing my frustrations with this narrative that they're pushing uh, in the media. Of the population and 50% of the crime. If you want me to bet on a black life today, I wouldn't spend a dime. And do black lives matter when they write bad checks? It doesn't matter anyway. The mainstream. Do you understand why, why some people like might think you're racist? Because, like, in a lot of your videos, you're like, uh, ooh, I don't, you know, you, you kind of quit your job because there were black people working. Was it the, your Amazon job? Oh, no, it wasn't because of blacks. It was because they had a big sign that said Black Lives Matter. Well, you know, a lot of black people are going to support Black Lives Matter because black people tend to think that their lives matter. And well, but a lot of blacks are waking up and they're saying, wait, we don't want communism. We don't want um, these things. And I think that Black Lives Matter is a Trojan horse for communism. And uh, so I think that that's the whole point. Do you think a lot of black people are, are communists? No, I think they're being misled by a communist color revolution, which is teaching them that they are the perpetual victims and other people are oppressors and they're being uh, bamboozled with all these lies. But I think a lot of the blacks are waking up. I think they're tired of it and they're ready to step off that Democrat plantation. And um, I think they're ready to make choices for themselves. Uh do you think that white people need to wake up the same way black people need to wake up? Mm-hmm. I think white people are being blamed for all of the world's problems and they need to wake up in, in, in terms of uh, saying it's okay to be white. It's not a crime. It's not a sin. It, uh, did you know that we get the word slave uh, from the Slavs who were slaves for hundreds of years? And the Irish were slaves, and um, you know it, that 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 narrative. Um, yeah, and they had the. I mean, you uh, do realize as- that black people were slaves here. Like they do have kind of a bone to pick. You know what I mean? Like the the history of the mm-hmm. United States is one of uh, black people being s- slaves. For a long well, the period first, of time. Uh, first slave owner in America was a black. Okay, a black all right, man. all right. So there was a black slave over, uh, owner, but 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 by and large, in the mm-hmm. South, in mm-hmm. you know uh, the 1800s, 1700s, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. there there were a, there were slaves. I mean, you do acknowledge this. There were slaves, but there were also freed Negroes, and there are a lot of people that weren't slaves. And I think it's time. See, there's a lot of buts in your. You have a problem, just sort of ignore. You say like, yeah, yeah, but there were also a lot of free black people. Mm -hmm. But like right now, here in the United States, there are there are 
uh, technically, no slaves. And is that a good thing? <laughs> oh, of course. I'm not pro-slavery, but the problem is slavery goes on still today in Africa. But I will tell you in a sense that we're all slaves. I mean, we all have to go to work and we have to um, feed our families. So I think in the end, um, you know, this narrative about, oh, poor blacks were slaves. I think they're using that as a way to get this communist uh, manifesto um, implemented in America. Hey, who are the Bolsheviks? Can you explain the Bolsheviks to me? Bolsheviks were the Russian communist revolutionaries that they resented God, they resented the aristocracy, they resented law and order, and they decided to go on a murder spree. And, um, uh, you know, I've seen the movie Dr. Zhivago. In fact, it's very reminiscent of Gone with the Wind because, um, the uh, you know, there was an attack on the South, just like there was an attack on the Russian aristocracy. I see the parallels and all of that. And um, I think it's very fascinating. You should watch Dr. Zhivago, oh, and that will explain I'm not some that gay. Um, so yeah. there is a difference, though, between, like, real slavery and then, you know, you're like, ah, I'm slaving for the man, working a nine-to-five. By the way, mm-hmm. are you still working a part-time job? Yes, I work a part-time job, but I'm also uh, a college student, and I plan to graduate um, soon. And What's your major? My major is general studies science major. I was a liberal arts major, but wait, I didn't wait like a second. The sound I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, so, your your major is science, mm-hmm. and you believe it. You do you believe in what they're teaching you? Well, uh, let's put it this way: you have to plug your nose. So this is a no. You're saying no. You don't believe the teachings. You don't even have to finish that statement. Um, I think that these these teachers are misguided. I spoke to the pres the uh, the uh, faculty about you know how wrong they are to be teaching this false science, but they told me that you know most schools will not teach intelligent design, even the Christian schools. But that's not science, though. That's I think that's the problem. Like you should maybe you should have majored in religious studies. Well, but you still have to take biology courses uh, in most of the curriculum. You still have to take the, uh, uh, you know, the pseudoscience. So that's just just part of life. You have to get through it. Um, what do you want to do when you graduate with your degree? Where, where do you want to work or what type of uh, oh, job? Um, well, I would like to uh, work with Pat Robertson over at CBN. Uh, Put that science degree to good use. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, he's a creationist. Oh, I know. uh, I know who Pat Robertson is. Yeah, we agree on most things. Um, He's a little bit liberal. Are you? What? Are you you smoking weed right now? I'm not going to fight for my country. I just want to smoke my weed, man. Pat Robertson is liberal? Well, lately he's become anti-Trump. He's uh, turned his back on Donald Trump and said that he lost the election. If, if you are against Donald Trump, let's say you're a Republican, but you don't agree with Donald Trump. Does that automatically make you a liberal? Well, I would say it makes you a rhino. Um, I don't know about liberal, but 
Um, I think that most Republicans, you know, the Republican Party wasn't really conservative until Ronald Reagan. So they're going back to their Lincoln roots, their Lincolnite roots. Yeah, but what, why is it? Um, why? <laughs> like, not to get too political, because I, I do a stupid podcast. It's not really about politics. But like, mm-hmm. why are the Republicans wrapped up with uh, with this one guy? It's all it's all about Trump. It's Trump or nothing. Right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I think that they don't like Trump because he's draining the swamp. He's getting rid of the swamp creatures and, uh, you know, Republican and Democrat are full of uh, very dishonest people. What do you think about yeah. Matt Gates, though? That whole mm-hmm. Matt Gates thing. He's a Republican and he mm-hmm. isn't he like banging 17 year olds and doing coke and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Well, 17 is a young woman and she's not a child. And I think that's part of that was uh, old enough to bleed, old enough to breed. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I think that uh, I think that is definitely was a, you know, uh, character assassination on his part. But I think um, Matt Gaetz, um, I I don't know. I I don't really know. I can trust him. I do like uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, he's my favorite. Oh, he's a um, sharpshooter down there in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but I just want to come on the show and clarify that I am definitely not a white supremacist or a white nationalist. And and people need to understand that you that just because I make a song against Black Lives Matter does not mean that I that I'm a Klan member or anything like that. Right. Um, you know, I was doing some research before the the interview uh, and I ran across some some stuff about you. You know, I've been following you for several years, but uh, apparently, you know, you've been very active online for a decade plus years. Uh, is it true? And you can tell me if it if it is, if it isn't, if it's something you don't want to talk about uh, that you had an experience, a strange experience with a ghost or a demon. Mm hmm. Care to elaborate? Um, well, I've had many experiences with demons. Um, do you have a, a particular... A lady, uh, a demon lady uh, yes. that visited you at night, I guess, and did something inappropriate to you? Oh, yes, the old hag. The old um, hag. Who yeah. is the old hag? It's um, it's actually a strange phenomenon. It's happened. To, it's I'm not the only person who's experienced it, but basically, um, I was almost uh, raped by a succubus or an incubus. I'm not sure what that is. See, it's a beautiful appears as a beautiful woman, and I was entranced, and then she turned into an old hag, and she tried to suffocate me by sitting on my chest. And um, I rebuked it in the name of Jesus. It fled, but I believe this is a spirit of infirmity. Uh, because that's why I suffer from chronic uh, gastrointestinal ailments because of this uh, demon lady. Did uh, did this ha- this happen at night, like when you were asleep or in the middle of the night? Did she wake you up? Yes, it happened in the middle of the night, and um, it just took my breath away. I felt breathless. Um, so, uh, you know, the doctor says um, there's nothing wrong with my heart or I have no medical issues Uh this was a demonic attack in my sleep. Did she end up doing anything to you before you stopped her? Did you complete, so to speak? Um, she was mounted on me, and there was uh, 
There's all kinds of mixed emotions I can't describe. Well, I can probably describe it for you. I mean, you're scared, first of all, because there's a demon on you. Second of all, it feels good. You know, this woman is on on you doing things to your manhood. Uh, You you want her to stop, but also you don't want her to stop. And you realize probably that, uh, you know, this is wrong because it's it's uh, a demon and it's against God. And so ultimately you did the right thing. Right. And Mm -hmm. you stopped her. Mm I, I, uh, I just wonder, it, it's not, it wasn't a dream though, right? It wasn't like you were having a wet dream, like a 13 year old boy would. Mm-hmm. This was like a, a real ghost situation. No, this was no dream. And it, and it happened to me more than one occasion. Um, and it left me feeling very confused. Uh, you know, these, uh, demons appear as very attractive women and, um, they come to you in your sleep and they, um, so, so, so this, this, this was definitely a, an attack. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if this was a, 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 you know, a person who was alive, you could press charges, uh, sexual assault or whatever. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it was a succubus. And this happened. I, would, I mean, how many times would you say this happened over the years? Um, well, it started in my early twenties and, uh, the last episode was probably a few years ago, but I will tell you also that people can teleport themselves into our rooms. There are people that, um, you know, I've seen other demons. Oh, I've hey, real quick, I'm so sorry, Meat. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I, I just wanted to get this right. You were, um, in college. I forgot. I'm writing this down. You're a, a science major, mm-hmm. general science. Okay. I'm sorry. Go on with the story about how you were raped by the succubus. Yes. Well, um, people can, uh, people have, have into witchcraft can, uh, teleport themselves into your, uh, vicinity. And I've seen many de- things that I believe were people using teleportation, um, to enter my room and disturb my sleep. So the best way to get rid of these things is to, uh, rebuke them. And also you can use holy water. Um, I I have the Bible next to my bed. You should also avoid um, looking at anything like um, any kind of, you know, things on the Internet that might invite these things um, because porn you're talking about like, like saucy things or satanic things, right? Well, you know, simply just looking at a bikini model can can invite uh, these um uh, demon women or whatever they are. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like you were having a dream about a pretty girl that, and then you had a wet dream. I, I just, I. It's so weird because, mm-hmm. like, let me ask you. And uh, again, I apologize for getting a, a little graphic, but mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes uh, guys will uh, clean out the pipes, so to speak. Uh, mm-hmm. And they don't have these dreams because they have a clear mind afterwards. They're not, uh, it's not all fogged up by erotic thoughts. Do you mm-hmm. ever beat the meat? Mm. Or is that very uh, bad? Is that a bad thing to do as a Christian? Oh, um, I think I know what you're referring to. I think that that's a, a nasty habit. And yeah. uh, I think that mostly these are things um, you see what happened was um, the certain groups of people promoted that this was healthy, that this was natural, but right. it isn't natural. It's um, so you don't do, you don't partake in that. I do not do that. Um, no, not, not, not 
not on a regular basis because these things are that's unclean. Right. And I understand. Absolutely. Can you imagine? Uh, that's why I don't like shaking hands with people. You don't know where their hands have been. <laughs> that is so true. They could have sticky little hands. I think I think actually the only thing I agree with, like I'd rather do the elbow bump or fist bump instead. Because um, even though I'm very Western, you know, very Western, um, Mm -hmm. I always thought the idea of shaking someone's hand is kind of gross. Yeah. Um, So you mentioned uh, you mentioned your uh, the gastrointestinal issues probably caused by the succubus. Um, Mm. That's the other thing I read on the Internet that was a little unsavory and I wanted to touch upon. Uh, the enema situation. Are you still uh, partaking in those? Do you need to take them because of the gastrointestinal issues? Um, well, enemas for me uh, were a way of, of security. It's like if you're going to not be able to use the restroom and you don't want to use a public restroom, but I try to avoid enemas use because it can really damage uh, your natural flow. And I try to not do it. Um, you know, I was going to be on a, in a TV show and I got a big enema for that. And I got what I do is I use an enema and then I use what is a what's a big what's the difference between a regular like a standard enema and a big enema? Well, this was on sale at Walgreens. So they gave you two enemas for the price of one. Oh, so I got that. And I also got a modium AD <laughs> to plug myself up. Um, after, but I do not like using enemas. It's not pleasant. It's not fun. I, when I was 19 years old, I had to have a colonoscopy and it really, I had emotional scars from that. So I don't like using enemas, Yeah, but I, you know, I really don't think it's appropriate to talk about, um, those things. Uh, well, but, but the thing about it is you, you must've talked about it because it got on the internet. So mm-hmm. you, you talked about it at some point, right? I was showing people my um, emergency enema kit that I bring with me on trips uh, I, in case. Can I, I, ju- feel- I just have to stop here and say, I love you. I love you, me. <laughs> I absolutely am obsessed with you. You are the most interesting person I think I've ever talked to in my life. Well, I'm, I don't think so. I'm pretty boring. And no, uh, I no. think that most people, uh, there's a lot of people like me who um, just, you know, our, our YouTubers. And that's what I like to do is share my oh, life on YouTube. Yeah. You're, you're not just a YouTuber to me, Mead. Uh, do you, um, <laughs> would you mind? Well, hold on a second. Let me, let me just finish mm-hmm. up with this, uh, with this enema talk here. So for mm-hmm. a while you were doing the enemas, you backed off on those. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think that it was a little gay? Because I think gay guys do that to clean out before they uh, start their, you know, sex stuff. Were you ever concerned, like, oh, God, I'm doing butt stuff. That's not right. I never made that connection, but uh, no, I never thought it was oh. that at all. You know, I just um, asked that because there was this, this whole thread online recently of, uh, like, uh, some guys that uh, wouldn't even uh, wipe, well, you know, use toilet paper after they were done because they didn't want to touch that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... You know, I just thought that was a little strange. No, these are natural God-given gifts. Our ability to um, eliminate waste is a God-given gift, and we should be thankful. Right. Uh, And you shouldn't be embarrassed about it because um, it's just part of our, you know, the way our bodies work. But I think the idea that you would use an enema 
uh, as a sexual thing is pretty gross, and I I don't understand the connection. Well, I think the the connection is like, all right, if if you're a guy gonna and you're gonna be with another guy and you're gonna mm-hmm. put your manhood in that area, you want it to be clean, and so the, mm-hmm. uh, the people mm-hmm. take do the enema and, and clean up down there. Oh, I guess. Uh, okay. Do do, <laughs> do, you, do you have any gay or lesbian friends? No, I don't know any uh, gays personally. Um, the um, there is a lesbian that that was uh, seems to be nice, a fan of mine. That she does music too. Uh, the, she doesn't push it. You know, she doesn't push her lifestyle on me. So I don't mind that um, as long as she she keeps that to herself. So um, I don't I don't really know any of the gays. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I read online, and, and again, if you don't want to talk about it, it's fine, is uh, for a while you were uh, wearing uh, corsets. Mm-hmm. What was the purpose? Was that just to cinch things up and uh, tighten up the bod? Well, they call them corsets, but these are waist trainers, and oh. men and women in the bodybuilding uh, industry are using them uh, to achieve more of an aesthetic Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, that was something I was doing, but I have a naturally small waist anyway. Um, I'm kind of built, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, he has uh, that sort of, uh, same, similar build as I do. I think someone wants to, to chat, uh, and say hi to you real quick. Uh, who, mm-hmm. who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Hello, Ivanovich, Vladimir Putin. Vlad, can you hear me? Yes, uh, you are on with Mead. Okay, Mead. Well, I have spoken with Mead. I've known Mead for a while now. We've had some good conversations on Discord and in some other, um, you know, other forums. Mead, I've taken some time with you, you know, trying to um, come at you with, with a very gentle approach. I think you're not a bad person. You think some of your... Um, some of your racism, you consider it to be a quaint thing. You think that um, using the word Negro, using the saying Negress, is a quaint Southern ism. Yeah, it's quaint. They are neither. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. And um, hmm. I think that you've spoken to me in the past that you do some of this to get attention. You know, I don't think it's the right type of attention, right? Well, uh, can I just say, uh, this is Vlad, and uh, he sounds like a Bolshevik to me, doesn't he, Mead? Um, no, I wouldn't say that. I know what he's saying. Um, I I do not like the term African-American or uh, Negro is just Spanish for black. It's what they, you know, there's no, United. No one in, 20, in 2021, Mead, no mm-hmm. one says Negro or Negress except for racist people. You see online, sometimes you'll, you'll say some very, very racist things. That Black Lives Matter song you released, the picture mm-hmm. that you chose was George Floyd pointing a gun at a pregnant woman's belly and him saying, I can breathe. That was mm-hmm. the placard that you chose for that. That is racist, right? Okay. So no, I how is it racist? That, the first thing that you need to do, <laughs> the, first thing that you need, the first thing that you need to do, me is, look in yourself here. And I've, I've, we've all tried this before. And I think that me, me tries to come off as a very funny, Southern, quaint 
you know what you're doing, well, and it's bullshit. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, that, listen. That whole this, mead whole is thing, funny. That I whole, that oh, whole thing. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, fr- frankly, mead, you, you need to grow up. You're mm-hmm. 40, 41, 42 years old. It's time to put these things aside. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I have to say. Um, I, I think you're a good person, and I enjoy uh, your your content. Mm-hmm. But it, this is something that you need to confront, and you need to get past. That shit's not right. I'll mm-hmm. talk to you guys later. Uh, thank you. Love you, Tim. Thank you, Vlad. That was Vlad. You okay. you spoke to to Vlad in the uh, in the chat, I think, a few times, and he says he loves you, but uh, you got to grow up mm-hmm. with your with your racist talk. Okay. I don't know. It sounds like a communist to me. Well, I just want to respond r- really quick. Um, the that me what I posted is a meme, and that that was an, I didn't create that. That was something on the internet, but it's not racist. The George Floyd <laughs> pointed a gun at a pregnant black woman. Oh, uh, hey there, uh, Tim and uh, Mead. How's it going? Oh, well, we got another got another call. I'm so sorry, Mead. We wanted to get to okay. you. Yeah, Lorna, uh, Lorna, where are you calling from, honey? I'm from Canada. Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, listen, Mead, it's it's really cold up here in Canada, and uh, you know I hear that uh, you don't like our prime minister. Um, what, what do you what do you have to say about that? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not familiar with the prime minister of Canada. I would like to visit Canada someday. I love the Canadian Rockies and would love to go up there and do a show. Um, one of my favorite, uh, shows is this TV show called Heartland, which is full of family values and, um, Canadians seem very friendly. They seem like very welcoming people. So I would like to visit one day. Oh, hey, me, you, you and Great Big Peach should do a big uh, collaboration together because mm-hmm. he would really like to do uh, do some collaboration with your music. He he mm-hmm. says that you sound a bit like Billy Joel oh. and a bit like Yankee Doodle Dandy music. <laughs> it's a bit of a... But in a good way. Yeah. It's endearing. Mm-hmm. That's but, nice. Uh, my real question, my oh. real question for you, Mead, is are you just the troll here? Oh, like, are you trolling everybody, or is this? Are we getting the real deal, Mead? Just want to know. That's all. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a troll. I'm a very genuine person, and all of this is me. Um, the um, accusations of that people are putting against me are, I think, misconceptions. Um, and yes, I have used language, but some some of this is just um, you know that people do this on the internet. So I'm not really a troll. I'm just. Uh, just a person expressing myself. All right. Fair enough. Got another call coming in. Who's this? Uh, Hi, Mead. This is Cat Lady. Um, I've talked to you before. I'm a big fan. I drew mm-hmm. you a caricature. Um, also, uh, I was looking for your videos, and I have two questions about... Um, I have one question about a song, Kate. Is that mm-hmm. based on a true story? And then also, I saw that you said you made a video for The Voice. Was that, uh, how, how successful did that go? Like, did you hear mm-hmm. back from anybody for that or anything? Because I was like dying to know. Mm-hmm. 
Well, those are good questions. Um, the voice uh, was, no, nothing came of that, but the, the song Kate is based on a true story. And um, and it was it happened many years ago when I was younger and, and I decided to write a song about it. And so um, sort of my apology to this girl named Kate. So, yes, that's, that's a true story, yes. But then one day I got carried away And I guess I lost my decorum Saying things on a public forum She can forgive me, we can still be friends Okay, I still think you're great And I'm praying it's not too late I know I was wrong to say we were together Can you ever forgive me? Never say never, okay? Give me a chance Oh wow, that's crazy You're very brave to sing about some of this stuff um, also, I think my favorite song of yours is uh, "Anti-White." It's like it's not that I love the lyrics, but mm-hmm. it's because it's just so fucking catchy. So, great mm. job! Oh. Thank right. you. Thank you for calling in. Uh, your most popular song is uh, probably "Sweet Tea," right? Yeah, "Sweet Tea" is the number my number one. When did you record that? Um, that was recorded in. Um, Oh, years ago, actually back in 2009, but it was released in 2012 on my LP album called Mead Music. Oh, okay. And uh, where can people find your music? Is it available, I mean, uh, on like CD Baby? Yes, it's available uh, through eBay. eBay? Mm Mm-hmm. eBay? Like uh, the auction site? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I think this will be the last call. Yes, uh, you're on with Mead. Hey, Mead. Hi. This is Greg from Austin. We've had uh, uh, discussions on the Discord before. Mm-hmm. And I just I wanted to uh, I wanted to ask you something. I hope I never really upset you when I uh, when we had that discussion when I called you a Northerner. Mm-hmm. Whoa. The, uh, the issue is, um, you you see, like I've told you, I mean, you do live north of me. Mm-hmm. So that makes you a Northerner, right? Um, is that how that works? No, not exactly. But um, I, I've never been. I know Austin is a very uh, unusual kind of place, and um, well, actually, no, you're right. You're right. Austin's unusual. I, I, I'll give you that. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't live in Austin anymore. I'm just. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I'm, I've met Texans before, and a lot of them uh, have said the same thing. But I, I, in my honest opinion, I don't consider Texas the South either, so it's not not really important. Um, well, I, most, I don't think that Texas is the South. I just, I mean, you know, it just in my opinion, you're a Northerner. You live north of the Red River. I did have one other question, though, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. You uh, you shared your twenty three and Me DNA results with us on the Discord, and I'm just wondering why you don't want to acknowledge your Jewish ancestry. Mm-hmm. Do you have something against Jews? What I didn't even know. Wait a second. So, what percentage Jew is Mead? Uh, well, according to his results, he's like five and a half percent Ashkenazi Jew. Mm-hmm. That is substantial. And, uh, and that's um, substantial. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the victims of the Holocaust were Ashkenazi Jews. So I don't know. Hmm. Well, there's several. Okay, there's several things with that. First of all, um, my family tree is well documented, my lineage and everything. There's no Jews on there. I think that 23andMe is uh, very uh, not precise. I think it's a general estimate 
Um, I would accept, you know, that if I can find the ancestor, but so far I've not found any evidence. Also, the Ashkenazi Jews were not real Jews. They were converts. They were European converts. Fake Jews. So I don't, I don't really, I'm not a Jew. I'm a Christian. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's the Jewish religion and then there's like the Jewish, you know, family. And I mean, you may not be a practicing Jew, but you have Jewish ancestry. Um, if, if, uh, 5%, uh, 23 and me is, is, uh, really for entertainment purposes, but I'm mostly, my ancestry is mostly British and German and Irish and, and, uh, Native American. Well, well, okay. That was my only question. I was just, I just wanted to know why you were denying it. Well, I'm not denying it cause I don't have it. <laughs> I don't have any Jewish ancestry. Me, do you do you believe? I mean, uh, when it comes to the Jews, you do believe like the Holocaust happened, right? I believe there was something that <laughs> no, happened. I do no. think that I, I think people should be allowed to question the official narrative because <laughs> um, I think you know there's so many variables. But um, yes, I do think there was a uh an event uh okay well uh thank you for the call uh, i think it is uh it's about time to wrap things up i know uh mead probably wants to get going but mead uh, i just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on the program um mm. and uh you uh you know lived up to your end of the bargain i guess uh thank you so much for sticking to your word and uh, mm-hmm. agreeing to come on and following through uh, do you want to mention where people can follow you online? Well, um, it's, you know, pretty obvious now, but they can follow me, yeah. uh, through my YouTube channel. Uh, that's Monument Floyd, unfortunately. And also I have a music channel, uh, called, uh, the singer account and they can follow me there. And I really appreciate it. I think, thank and thank you. And thank you to all the callers. Um, I know we don't always agree on everything, but thank you to the people that called in. Yeah, of course. One last call. Who, who's who's this? Real quick. Oh, uh, hey, just uh, just trying to say hey. I I appreciate the patience. I know it's uh, taken a while. Get to, just, yes, uh, get, to, to, talk uh, to me. Yes, go talk yeah, to me get, real quick. Get right to it. Yes. So, uh, Tyler calling in. Uh, hey, Mead, uh, Tyler. I was your first uh, Patreon supporter, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to tell you. Uh, you know, man to man, person to person. I love everything you're doing. Fuck all these haters. And, uh, I love you to death. If I had the uh, financial means, I would have supported you until the end of days. And uh, I'm grateful for uh, everything you do. And, uh, don't listen to any of it. Be you forever, buddy. That's right. Let your haters be your motivators. So that's a great last word from a supporter of me. Do you still have your Patreon account? Oh, I do, but I'm down to one Patreon. So, oh, well, so we'll try to fix come, that. I will come help me out. That'd be great. Yeah, I will link that on our show notes when I post this as a podcast. All right, me. Thank you so much uh, for doing this, and uh, don't be a stranger. Pop in the Discord and uh, have a good night. Okay, good night. Bye. Bye. You know, you can say a lot of things about Mead. He's racist, homophobic. He has poor portion control when it comes to food. I don't know what you want to say about Mead. But they're probably valid opinions. Despite it all, am I crazy or is he just a likable guy? I don't know. I love talking to him. Love hearing what he has to say. Even though he's dead wrong most of the time, I can't get enough of him. Thank you so much to Mead Skelton for coming on the program. 
Check out some of his links on the show notes today. Normal episodes of Distorted View Daily return tomorrow. Of course, it's going to be a Sideshow exclusive one. So if you're not yet a member, sign up superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. I was showing people my um, emergency enema kit. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.